Congratulations, you have just found the number one over 50 health and wellness podcast on the planet. Hello, and welcome to the Over 50 Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin English. I'm the founder of The Silver Edge, and our mission is to help you build and maintain a lean, healthy body that you love for the rest of your life, so that you can show up in the second half of your life as the healthiest, strongest, most vital version of yourself. Today, we have another episode of The Coach's Corner, so no guest, it's just me, and we'll be back next week with our normal interview format. But this week, I have another client case study that I want to share, and then I talk about what it takes to age like a sexy beast. So I just finished writing a new guide, and it's titled The Ultimate Guide to Aging Like a Sexy Beast, and you folks can find that and download it for free over at silveredgefree.com. Okay, enough of that. Let's get on with today's show. Okay, I want to start today with a couple of social media shout outs. I forgot to do this last week, so we're back with that segment this week. So for my fitness social media shout out this week, I want to do Maria Blakut. Now, Maria was on this podcast. I can't believe it was this this long ago. She was on the show way back in June of 2020. So that was that was just over three years ago now. But I think with the theme of today's podcast on aging like a sexy beast, she is the perfect person for me to give a shout out. You guys can find her over on Instagram. Her handle there is at Strong Maria Strong, all run together, of course. And her content is as she's, I guess she's probably mid fifties by now, but she's very much a in your face. Hey, I'm in my fifties and I'm as sexy as I've ever been. And I, you know, I want to own it and I want to share it. So if that sounds compelling to you, go check her out. Lots of great content there. Now, for my personal social media shout out, I don't think I've done this one before, hopefully not, but it's at the floating spaceman on Instagram. And basically, it's just humorous clips from lots of movies, Saturday Night Live, and just other obscure places, but it's just humorous clips that he finds and posts up there. So if you are easily amused like I am, definitely check him out or her. I'm not even sure who who owns the floating spaceman, but I'm going to assume that that's a he. Uh, Again, that's Instagram at the floating spaceman. And I'll throw both of those into the show notes. You guys can find those over at silveredgefitness.com slash 211. Okay, I want to start today's episode with another client success story. I did this last week, and I I thought it was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Last week, we talked about Mike, and he had an incredible weight loss journey over the last six months. And this week, I want to switch gears completely. I want to talk about David. So David has been a client. He's my personal client. So last week, we talked about Mike, and he's coached by Coach Monica. This week, we're talking about David. He's been a client of mine since January 2022. So he's been with me for just over a year and a half. I guess last time he renewed, he's he signed on for a 12-month contract because he's with me all the way through January. But I thought he would be a fun 
juxtaposition from the case study that we did last week. This is a completely different situation here. So David came in, he was 56 at the time. He came in at, I think it was 173 pounds, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, let's see, he's five foot seven. And at the time when he came in and we onboarded him, his goal was he wanted to lose 10 pounds. He was 163 pounds during his previous physical. And he had a physical coming up again. I can't remember in the next two or three, four months, something like that. And he wanted to weigh that 163 pounds again for this upcoming physical. Now, when we onboarded David, we found that he was eating primarily vegetarian at the time. And when I hear somebody say they are, when I hear, a, I guess, let me back up. When I hear a client or a potential client say that they are vegetarian or vegan, I gently ask why. And if it's an ethical or maybe a religious reason, I just leave it be. I don't really poke at it. But if it's anything else, and specifically if it's a health reason, if the person says, oh, I do it because it's healthier, then I gently start to probe and ask, well, are you open to adding some animal products into your diet? And if they are, then we, we go down that path. And I bring that up because this was David's case. So he came in, like I said, he was 173 pounds, wanted to lose 10 pounds. He was eating primarily vegetarian. And he was also under eating. So you guys probably know one of the first things we do for our clients is they have to weigh, measure, and track everything they put in their mouth for a week. That gives us a baseline. And we don't want them to change what they're eating, right? So we want to know exactly how you're eating today. And we do it for seven days so that we can catch a weekend as well. A lot of times we see one eating behavior Monday through Friday and then, or maybe Monday through Thursday, and then completely different eating and drinking behaviors uh, over the weekend. But at any rate, he came in grossly under eating. This guy, I think he was eating about, I don't even think he was quite getting 1,500 calories. But let's just say he was averaging somewhere in that neighborhood. He was also very low on protein, which isn't really surprising. He wasn't really keyed on it. And of course, I just told you he was vegetarian. I can't remember his grams of protein, but they were ridiculously low. Uh, let's see. What else can I tell you about David when he came in? Um, he had a, and still has a super high stress job, lots and lots of travel. Some of that travel has calmed down. I think there was some, some upheaval in the business and he was doing some international travel and he was also dealing with some family health issues with a sick parent. So super, super stress under eating, vegetarian, really low protein. And his main form of exercise at the time was yoga. And I think probably yoga being kind of that, I just told you he had this really high stress job and he had some other stresses in his life as well. And probably yoga was more that kind of helping him get centered through all of that mess. All right. So here he is, wants to drop 10 pounds, 176. So he's not really overweight. At five foot seven, 176, it's not, it's not particularly big, right? Vegetarian, low protein, under eating and doing yoga for his main, his main exercise. I think he might have been maybe doing some biking as well. So the first thing we do is we put him into a metabolic restoration phase. Those of you that have been around here for a while, you know the drill. We upped his calories. We upped his protein. We started him on a strength training routine. We started helping him with some ideas on how to deal with stress. We couldn't change his stress, but we could give him some tools to better manage his stress. 
And we also slowly started adding in some animal sources of protein. So in his case, he was open to eating a little bit more protein. He was quite surprised that me as his nutrition coach was asking him to do that. He had just probably read somewhere that, oh no, meat's bad for you. And that if you, you know, if you really want to be healthy, you should be vegetarian or vegan. Um, so he was actually, I think, probably pleased that we asked him to eat a little bit more protein. So he slowly was bumping up his protein, was starting to add some animal sources in there. So our first win together wasn't weight loss. And it, look, it typically isn't as we bring clients on. In fact, that's, that's part of our pitch. In fact, when I'm talking to prospective clients, I say, look, our first win together probably won't be weight loss because we all go through this metabolic restoration phase. And in that phase, we're, we're almost always upping your calories and working on getting you stronger. Get basically what we want to do is put you into a position where you're metabolically healthy enough to really take advantage of a diet phase. So he started feeling better. He started feeling stronger. And he actually fell in love with the strength training uh, workouts. They were very barbell focused. So think lots of squats and deadlifts and presses and pulls and curls and things like that, right? So just very strength focused, hypertrophy focused type workouts. And I think that this was brand new to him. I don't think that he'd ever spent a whole lot of time doing any sort of structured weight training program. And he absolutely fell in love with it. And then a funny thing happened a couple of months in, we were on a check-in call and he told me he was no longer so sure about his goal of wanting to lose 10 pounds. He loved what was happening to his body and what was happening to his body was body recomposition and lots of it. Now, for those of you who don't know what body recomposition means, it's basically this, it's a bit of a unicorn when it comes to those of us in the personal training space, but it's when a client or when anybody loses fat and builds muscle simultaneously at the same time. This is very, very tricky to do. And in fact, there are PhD scientists who argue whether it's even possible for people that are, are already trained, people that are already in shape. But Everybody agrees that it's absolutely possible for newbies. So people who are new to weightlifting, they almost always get this body recomposition. That is, they're burning fat and building muscle at the same time. And again, we see this all the time with our new clients because we specialize in people over 50. We have a lot of folks that are coming in that have never really touched a barbell in their life. And of course, when they come into our program, they are going to do some type of strength training. It doesn't have to be barbell, but if that's an open option, that's definitely the, the route that we're going. So a few months in, I think we got him north of 2000 calories, not a whole lot again, but we did a cut. So we, we did do the diet phase and we got him down to 165 pounds. That was way back in the spring of 2022. Now, do you want to guess what he weighs today? I don't, I don't have his exact weight right in front of me here, but I'm going to guess it's probably low 180s and he is jacked and he is loving it. Now, this is a good looking guy to begin with. But when he came in, he was a bit scrawny and he did have a little bit of some of the good old love handles. So he was in that skinny fat condition, if you will. Today, this dude is an absolute sexy beast with a great looking physique. Now, I know I'm kind of man crushing here, but he really has made a remarkable transformation. And along the way, he's fallen in love with living this strong, healthy life. 
He's recently given up alcohol. He's really dialed in his nutrition. And now he's exploring the intersection between aesthetics and longevity. So he's starting to ask questions about their aesthetics and longevity are two different goals. We did an episode on that. You guys can go back and look for that if you want um, on goal setting. But he's now curious about maybe looking at longevity as a goal or pursuing even further into aesthetics or where's the, where is the fine line between those two things? So he's really bought full on into this. Anyways, I thought he'd be a fun case study since he came in wanting to lose 10 pounds and get down to 165, or I think he wanted to get ultimately down to 163. We got him to 165, but he's walking around with damn near an additional 20 pounds of lean muscle on his body today, and he's loving it. The Ultimate Guide to Aging Like a Sexy Beast I thought David's case study would be a great way to roll into today's main topic. Okay, first things first, for those of you who skipped or you fast-forwarded through my intro to this podcast, I did just finish The Ultimate Guide to Aging Like a Sexy Beast. That's a new guide that I wrote, and you can grab your free copy over at silveredgefree.com. This ended up being actually closer to a small ebook than a guide. Typically, a, when you do a guide like that, it's, I don't know, four or five pages, maybe with a cover page, something like that. But <laughs> when I started out, I just meant to share some thoughts on how to age, well, sexy, like a sexy beast. And I thought I'd make it playful and fun and share some tips, but it turned into a bit of a tome. So what I thought I'd do here is give you guys the cliff notes from this guide. But before I jump into what's in the guide, let's talk about sexy. Our culture idolizes youthfulness, and aging is often viewed as something horrible and to be avoided at all costs. And way too many of us in our 50s, 60s, and 70s, we buy into that message. And we forfeit being or feeling sexy. And I'm here to say that we can all be sexy, no matter our age. Just because we're grandparents or we have gray or thinning hair doesn't mean that we shouldn't or can't age like a sexy beast. So I broke this guide into seven sections, basically seven habits that you'd need to develop or refine in order to age like a sexy beast. And I ordered them sequentially from what I thought was the most important to the least with one exception. And we'll get to that later, but let's jump in with sexy beast habit number one. I think the single most important thing we can do to age like a sexy beast is to strength train. Yep, I said it. The number one thing you can do for your sexy self is to build some muscle via strength training. And yes, I'm talking to you ladies as well. Weightlifting won't automatically turn you into the She-Hulk, but it will tone and firm your body and give you a lean aesthetic appeal. But muscle isn't just about looking great. Remember, Dr. Gabriel Lyons says that muscle is the organ of longevity. When we regularly strength train, we arrange our hormones in a youthful way, and the new muscle we build speeds up our metabolism, which in turn burns even more fat when we're at rest. Now, I'm not talking about anything crazy here. I'm not talking about living in the gym. I'm not talking about turning into Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm talking about three times a week, 45 minutes to an hour of well thought out exercise programming that should do the trick just fine. Okay. So strength training is our starting place. Number two, most important thing for aging like a sexy beast has got to be nutrition, right? Nope. It's sleep. 
Yep, sleep. Getting a minimum of seven hours of quality sleep consistently is vital for healthy and sexy aging. I talk about a number of sleep tips in the guide, but I'll just hit on a couple here. First is sleep consistency. And what this means is having a consistent bedtime and wake time every day of the week. And I mean every day of the week. Many of us have one sleep schedule for the weekdays and then a completely different sleep schedule for the weekends. And this throws off our circadian rhythm. So having consistent bedtimes and wake times seven days a week goes a long ways towards getting that quality sleep. Next up, and this one's not going to win me many friends either, I'm sure, but it's no electronics, at least an hour before bed. And there's a couple reasons for this. Number one is, of course, the blue light from your electronic devices is inhibiting melatonin production. And of course, that's not conducive to healthy sleep. And the other thing is quite often what we're watching on these electronics is stimulating or triggering, and that's not conducive to sleep either. And my last tip is to make your bedroom a sleep haven. Keep that room nice and dark. Make it cool. Make it really inviting for getting good quality sleep. Okay, my number three healthy habit for aging like a sexy beast. Now we get to nutrition and diet. And I think a lot of you might have expected me to start here since nutrition has such an impact on our body composition. The obvious part of nutrition is that we can lose or for some of us gain weight and outwardly look better. And don't get me wrong, that is important. A healthy, lean body is vital to not just being sexy, but being healthy as well. But when I say nutrition, I'm talking about fueling our bodies and minds to become sexy beasts. And to do that, we need the foundation of some muscle from strength training so that when we strip away that fat during a diet phase, we can showcase that newly built muscle. And we need to consider the quality and quantity of our food. So the quantity is, of course, how much we eat. And we want to eat enough to fuel our bodies and build muscle, but not so much that our body will shuttle the excess calories and accumulate fat. And quality means that we're eating primarily whole nourishing foods and we're avoiding eating and drinking too much ultra processed crap. And you guys know I can't talk about nutrition without talking about protein because the sexy beast is powered by good, clean protein sources. If you've been around here for a while, you've undoubtedly heard this formula, but getting 0.7 to 1 gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight is what you should aim for in terms of protein consumption. Okay, so now we're strength training. We've, we're dialing in our sleep and our nutrition. The next most important habit for aging like a sexy beast is cardio. We can't be sexy with weak hearts, and cardio is the best way to keep our hearts healthy. When it comes to cardio, I'm a big fan of less is more. In fact, excessive cardio can actually pare down the muscle that we built in strength training and can even have a negative effect on our sex hormones. Definitely not sexy. I'm a huge proponent of walking as the foundation of your cardio. I'd encourage you to aim for a minimum of 7,000 steps daily. And from there, I personally prefer to sprinkle in some shorter, more intense cardio. Things like HIT, which stands for High Intensity Interval Training. And we talked about that last week, as a matter of fact. But think of this style of training as seasoning. And it's not the main course, and we just use it sparingly. All right. After cardio, the next most important habit is stress management. Ain't nothing sexy about walking around a hot mess because you're stressed out of your mind all the time. 
Stress is particularly harmful when it comes in the form of chronic stress, which leads to very unsexy inflammation and contributes to health conditions like heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, and more. Plus, chronic stress can also lead to mental health problems such as depression and other anxiety disorders. While you may not be able to control all the stresses in your life, you can control how you respond to them. I go over a few stress management techniques in the guide, but a few of my personal favorites are, of course, exercise, prayer and meditation, and journaling. Okay, coming into the home stretch here, the number six healthy habit for aging like a sexy beast is to detox your environment. There are hidden toxins in our environment literally everywhere. They're in our homes. They're in our hygiene and beauty products. They're even in our bedding and our clothing. And one of the particularly nasty toxins are a group of chemicals referred to as endocrine disruptors, which sabotage our hormones, especially our sex hormones, and they are ubiquitous. I have some detoxing tips in the guide, but I'd like to tell folks to start with anything they put on their skin or hair. There's a fantastic resource called the Environmental Working Group, and they rate pretty much every commercially available product known to man on their website, and you can find them at ewg.org. So that's Environmental Working Group, so ewg.org. And they also have an app that makes it really handy to check your products to see how they rate on a scale of toxic to actually nourishing and good for you. Okay, so that's six out of our seven healthy habits that we need to develop to age like sexy beasts. And remember back in the beginning, I said I ranked these in the order of importance with one exception. And number seven is that exception. Number seven is a sexy beast mindset, and it is without a doubt the number one single biggest factor in aging like a sexy beast. But I wanted to finish with this because it's just so critical. The essence of a true sexy beast is not just a well-toned body, but a fierce, confident, and positive mindset. In fact, the sexiest organ in your body isn't your heart, it's not your muscles, it's not your skin, it's your mind. It's your attitude, your confidence, it's how you perceive yourself. All these things play a critical role in shaping your sex appeal. Let's just take a minute and redefine what it means to be a sexy beast. It's not merely about the physical attractiveness, but it's an aura. It's a vibe that radiates from within when you feel good about yourself. Confidence doesn't stem from a flawless body or ageless skin or even a zero-waste lifestyle. Instead, it springs from self-acceptance, from loving and embracing yourself, wrinkles, gray hair, laugh lines, and all. Being a sexy beast isn't about defying your age. It's about owning it. It's about looking in the mirror and seeing the sum of your experiences, your wisdom, your strength, and your resilience reflected back at you. This acceptance, this unshakable love for the person you've become, that's what truly makes you a sexy beast. Self-love is not about vanity. It's about respect for oneself. It's about recognizing your worth and treating yourself with kindness. It's about setting healthy boundaries and giving yourself permission to rest, to be imperfect, to make mistakes. It's about celebrating your wins, no matter how small, and knowing that your value does not decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth. 
Remember, becoming your sexiest self is about more than just the physical. It's about cultivating a mindset of confidence, self-acceptance, and unshakable self-love. So, roar with all your might, shine your inner light, and let the world see the alluring sexy beast within. Okay, that's our show for today, folks. Don't forget, if you want more information on how you can age like a sexy beast, head over to silveredgefree.com and download our brand new guide titled The Ultimate Guide to Aging Like a Sexy Beast. It's right at the top of the page there in the Featured Guide section. I'll put links to everything we talked about in the show notes, and you guys can find those over at silveredgefitness.com slash 211. As we wrap up our time together today, you can show your support for this show in two important ways. The first is to tell a friend about this podcast and encourage them to give it a listen. The second is for you YouTube folks to click the like and subscribe buttons and for you podcast folks to consider giving this podcast a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and be sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future episodes. I really appreciate you spending your time with me today and until next time. Stay strong.